podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Whistleblowers Daily, the bite-sized show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Friday the 20th of January. Man City produced a memorable comeback as they fought from 2-0 down to beat Tottenham 4-2 at the Etihad. Spurs went into half-time 2-up through goals from Dejan Kulishevsky and Emerson Royale and it looked like Arsenal were about to be done a huge favour in the title race by their bitterest rivals. However, the second half saw Man City come out fighting and within eight minutes of the restart they scored twice to equalise through Julian Alvarez and Erling Haaland. Riyad Mahrez then put the home side ahead on 63 minutes thanks in part to some more poor goalkeeping from Hugo Lloris. Mahrez scored his second and City's fourth in the final minute. After the game, City manager Pep Guardiola was critical of his team's supporters, saying, Our fans were silent for 45 minutes. I want my fans back. Lots of transfer news today. Danny Ings has joined West Ham for a fee of £12 million, rising to £15 million should West Ham stay up. Arsenal have spent around £21 million on Brighton forward Leandro Trossard. Bournemouth have signed Dango Utara for around £20 million from French side Lorient. And Chelsea have continued this remarkable period of spending by adding highly rated English winger Noni Madueke from PSV for around £35 million. Nottingham Forest goalkeeper Dean Henderson is set to spend around five weeks on the sidelines after injuring his thigh in the game against Leicester last week. Steve Cooper hasn't ruled out turning to the transfer market again to fill Henderson's absence. And some extremely sad news to end on, former Tottenham youth and Portsmouth defender Anton Walks has died aged 25 in an accident, his club Charlotte FC have said. Walks came through the Tottenham Academy, played for the youth teams and played once for the club in the League Cup in 2016. He also played 66 times for Portsmouth before moving to Atlanta United in America in 2020. Spurs wore black armbands in memory of the player last night during their game with Man City. Those are your headlines. Okay then, let's start with the game last night. And for that first half, I think we all thought, finally, Spurs are playing like a Conte side. They're playing the way Conte wants them to play. Dogged at the back. I wouldn't say very well organised, but much better organised than they have been in recent weeks. And very, very good on the break. The goals that they scored towards the end of that first half, the first one came from the highest press that you could possibly ever see. Okay, it wasn't a great ball from... Uh, Edison, uh, I don't know what the call was there really, but it wasn't a great ball from Edison. But we've seen that pass to Rodri a lot, a lot of times and normally it works out just fine. It's just Rodri was a little bit slower to it. The pass wasn't quite... Anyway, it didn't work out, but the Spurs press is the important thing here. They pressed really well, they won it back and obviously Kuliszewski scores. The second goal, brilliant work from Kane. Strikes across goal, Edison parries it out and Emerson Royale scores. Okay, so we're at half-time, Spurs are 2-0 up. But everybody in the stadium knew, and everybody watching knew, that City are going to come flying out the blocks in that second half. And that's what they did. And it's one thing knowing it's going to happen, it's another thing defending against it. And, you know, immediately City equalise. Within eight minutes, it's 2 all, And from that point on, you can't see, you can't see anyone else winning that game. At 2 all, Spurs actually did miss a good chance. Realistically, the tide had turned by that point, and and City looked for that second half. City looked like the City we have come to expect over the last few years, and they thoroughly deserved to win it. I mean, Spurs weren't good in that second half, but Man City were excellent. And sometimes you just have to hold your hands up and say you've been blown away by a really outstanding team. 
Pep's comments after the game were interesting. I think he's frustrated that first half. The fans don't, well, they weren't really getting behind them. But the thing is, I don't know if you're supposed to say this, but City are a pretty new football club in terms of their fan base. They didn't have all these people coming to watch them when they had no money. So these are guys that are following the club because they want to watch success. They want to somehow be part of that success. You know, reflected glory of, of the team you support winning stuff seems to make people quite happy. All right. We know it's not necessarily real. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's a groundbreaking thing to say. All clubs that are successful have this. They have these new fans that just sort of hang on for glory. That's what happens. And so when you're 2-0 down to Spurs, who haven't been playing well themselves at half-time, the fans aren't going to be happy. You know, Pep understands that. Of course he does. But, you know, it's a strange thing to criticise because I'm not sure that Man City fans are going to react well to that. And, you know, there's no reason why they should. Anyway, moving on, because we're running over time. Lots of transfer news. Danny Ings has gone to West Ham. That's a good signing. Makes sense for everybody. They need a striker. Ings wasn't getting enough time at Villa. Um, so I think that's a good signing. And not much money either for a, prefer- a proven Premier League striker. Uh, Trossard has gone from Brighton to Arsenal. That's a good signing as well, I think. Someone who's versatile, can play across the front three. Might even be playing as a false nine at times for Arsenal. I've got a feeling that might be happening. Um, don't know anything about uh, Dango Utara from um, Lorient to Bournemouth. But it could be another one of those. I mean, Bournemouth did it with Dan Juma, where they brought someone in who we didn't necessarily know too much about and was a huge hit. And Chelsea have spent more money, this time on Noni Madueke. I am a big fan of him, a good, really good young English talent, plays on the right-hand side, cuts in as a left-footer. There's not that many of those guys around. He's very young. He's got a lot of room to develop and improve. I just really hope it's not going to add to the list of young English players that go to Chelsea and don't get quite enough game time. Um, as we know, Chelsea are absolutely stacked in the wing positions. So it is a risky one for him. Uh, it's not a risky one for Chelsea because £35 million in today's market isn't that much. Uh, PSV will miss him though, that's for sure. And maybe we'll get some uh, a take early on next week about that from a Dutch football expert. Finally there, Nottingham Forest, Dean Henderson, the keeper, is out for around five weeks. Huge, huge loss for Forest. He's been outstanding this season. Uh, there's not too much more to say about it other than I can't see them relying on Wayne Hennessy to step up and be a Premier League keeper at this stage in his career for the next, whatever it is, seven games. So I know we take the piss a bit out of Forrest for signing everybody that they possibly can, but they have to at times. And in this instance, Steve Cooper absolutely should be going into the transfer market, maybe the loan market, but getting somebody in who can do a job at this level because... The goalkeeper position is so important for any club, but one fighting relegation, it is crucial that they get somebody else in. No disrespect to Wayne Hennessy, he's been a really good keeper, had a really good career, but I'm not sure he's right at that level at this moment in time. All right, that's all we've got time for. Uh, Lots of great games this weekend. Wherever you're watching them, I hope you enjoy them. We'll be back same time, same place, Monday morning with more Whistleblowers Daily. Podcast Network.